0: Welcome to Gav Session. My name is Gavin Foster, and I am a K 8 music teacher from Ontario, Canada. I love music, I love technology, I love my job, and I love sharing my successes and my learning. Check it out, and thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome to another GAV session. Uh, Today is currently November the 17th and uh, it's kind of a special day for me. Uh, I have been a guest speaker all day at the uh, Kawartha Google Summit for 2018. So I have been uh, in Bowmanville, Ontario all day at Bowmanville High School. Uh, I've been running a couple of different sessions today. One of them is on... uh, uh, how to automate uh, student generated certificates and teacher generated certificates for students in your classroom using uh, an add-on called Google Forms Publisher uh, and then I did a second session that was like a like a part 2 where I went kind of in depth into form publisher and we uh, automated some uh, student data profile sheets and we also automated some uh, Uh, forms of student assessment where you can kind of walk around and snap a photo of a piece of work a kid's doing with your phone and assess it and save that assessment for later so yeah it was an awesome day i had uh, quite a few people turn out to my sessions so if uh, you're at a google summit near you and you see my name come on in and check it out we had a really good time i've been getting some pretty positive feedback on the sessions which i like a couple of uh, constructive pieces of criticism that i'm going to take going forward and hopefully be able to uh to use but yeah it was a great day and uh i got to see brian ham again so for those people who have been checking into my podcast brian ham uh is kind of the inspiration the impetus behind this whole podcast he has uh uh, he has given me the tools i need and the ideas i need to take this uh grade seven project that i've been working on and just kind of start so i saw him today and i got a chance to thank him and got a chance to introduce him to the podcast so uh if brian's listening uh, thanks again brian i'm really glad you uh you, uh, took a time to, to, uh, share your knowledge with me and with all of us. And it has definitely paid off. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at this week. Um, <clears throat> in terms of music this week, my students have been doing uh, a fair bit of drumming. And so, uh, I've got a couple of little drum clips I can play for you of what we've been working on. We've been using uh, plastic buckets and doing some bucket drumming. Uh, This is actually a, uh, a short clip that my vice principal snapped. So it's kind of probably just gonna sound like some noise on drums, but these are a group of grade fives and man, they're just loving every second of it. Yeah. So that was a group of grade five students who were bucket drumming. I actually had to figure out real quickly how to uh, pull that audio out of a, uh, a video file that my vice principal sent me. So yeah, it's actually really cool using the free VLC media player app. um, There's an easy convert button. So I was able to just uh, convert the video file to an audio file, save it and import it here using uh, the uh, anchor FM uh, app where you just kind of drag and drop. So yeah, no, that imported pretty well. Um, the only reason I'm pulling this little uh, drum line thing out today, this little bucket drumming thing. First of all, I like sharing what my kids are doing. Um, but this session this week um, is going to be focusing a little bit on percussion uh, and on drumming. Uh, something I brought to the grade sevens this week was was the idea of percussion and drumming and drum beats. Um, and yeah, I'm going to do the, the sort of second session of my podcast here was my little tech talk. So I want to talk to you guys about a program called DrumBit. So from any website or any web browser in the world, you can type in drumbit.app. I'm doing it as I talk and it fires up the Drumbit app. So this is just uh, an electronic drum machine. That's really all it is. It's a it's a beat maker. So you get kind of like a like a square matrix and uh, you can choose different instruments. It's got preset. It's got a, a kick drum, a snare drum. Closed hi-hat, open hi-hat, low tom, medium tom, high tom, and a crash cymbal. And basically you just click the boxes and it and it creates the sound of that instrument. Uh, and then it's got, you know, like a play feature and it's got a tempo feature and you can set um, swing and you can have different types of sounds of different things. It's just a really, really cool, really easy program to use. Um, and so I've been playing around with that uh, this week, kind of getting ready to share it with my grade sevens and learning it a little bit. Um, and it's really intuitive. Like, um, you don't need to be particularly musical or particularly techie to figure it out. It's this one little page. Um, and it's, as I say, it's, it's web-based, so it's totally free and you can use it from your phone or your tablet or use it virtually anywhere. Um, and it's got a couple of awesome features I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to kind of, um, I'm looking at the drum bit, uh, app website right now. So if you're on it with me, I can maybe talk you down a little bit. So, um, you got your master volume; you can turn it up and down. You got a tempo a tempo toggle where you can set your beats per minute. Uh, it kind of comes default at eighty, but you can set it anywhere. Uh, it's got a swing um, slider where you can sort of slide how your eighth notes swing and your sixteenth notes swing. That's kind of fun to play around with. And then uh, the first drop-down menu here says Kit One. So if you drop it down, you've got Kit One to Five. Then you've got a Jazz Kit, a Hip Hop Kit, the sound of a human beatboxing. R&B, house, drum and bass, dubstep, Latin, Indian, and then all these effect kits. And so you can choose the different type of synthesized drum machine you're using for this. So kit one is kind of the default, but uh, but there's all these different kits there, and they've all got different sounds. And what I like to do, um, I was playing with it this week, and I think the kids are going to play with it this week, is so you build your your drum beat that you really like, and uh, as you're letting it play, you go in, you change the kit mid-song, and all of a sudden, the exact same thing that was done on kit one is now being done by the hip-hop kit, and it's a different sound because there's a different sound for kick drums and for and for uh, high hats and stuff. So it sounds really, really cool, and you can kind of do that uh, on the fly and change these kits. The second drop-down menu is an effect, and that gives you kind of like your reverbs. So anyone who's done any kind of uh, DAW work or any recording work, this will make sense, but you can set different rooms. So, this is a medium hall or a large hall or a reverb or like a muffled kit. So, you can set these kind of sound qualities to it. So, um, it kind of sounds like you're drumming in a different space. So, you can have it sound like you're in a church or sound like you're in a, you know, um, a, a, a dead recording studio where there's no echo and you can have the reverb turned way up. It's kind of cool little effects you can add. And then, um, one of my favorites is again for your sort of struggling learners. So, Uh, underneath where you can choose the kit right now it comes up by default and says no demo, but you can scroll down and you can choose rock rock two, funk funk two, bossa Nova or hip hop. And it'll make a drum beat up that's in that style in rock or funk or whatever. And then, so you can, I've been, I can tell my students like, okay, so start with the rock drum beat and then they can do that. And it already sounds good and it works. And I can say now tweak it you know, you can turn off a couple of the drum sounds and add a few more and throw a cymbal splash in here or there or somewhere else. So you can, you can have it start with something and that's pretty cool. So i talked about that on each individual instrument sound. So on the crash cymbals, the toms, the snares, the kicks, you have a volume for each individual piece. So if you're you want to set your kick drum super loud and have your crash cymbal really kind of medium quiet you can change all those plus there's a pitch fader so if you're if your you know bass drum is going boom 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 you can slide the pitch fader so it goes boom 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 and it gives you just a different pitch of the drum which is really cool um so you can have these little pitch faders on it as well that's really interesting And then it's got uh, a panning button. So you can talk about if you're like a real stereo file, you can have it pan from left to right, or you can have it more in the left ear, more in the right ear, that kind of thing. Um, It's got these audio filters where you can... um, It's got like a drop-down menu where you've got compressors and you've got high-pass and low-pass filters. You can turn them on and off. And then you can set things like the threshold and the attack and the release. Uh, If you're not a musician, these are going to be confusing words. You can just play around with the sliders. But basically, it's got these little effects that are added there. Um, And then it's got preferences. And you can log in. And you can change these preferences if you set up an account. So you can have your master volume always at, like, I think right now it defaults at seven out of 10. So you can have it master volume's always at five, or master volume's always at two. You can set the default tempo. As I say, it opens up at 80, but if you always know you like things at 120 because you're a real military march guy and everything's in 120, you can set your default tempo. Um, my default drum kit is kit one, but if you're always going to be doing the human beatbox kit, you can set that as the default. It's pretty cool. Um, so you got these little presets you can do, and then um, <clears throat> on the far side of the page, you've got a couple of little like file buttons. So you've got uh, an open a file. So DrumBit gives you the ability to save a file uh, in a specialized DrumBit format. So if you've got a if you've got a uh, like a, a Google Drive somewhere with all these old DrumBit files, you can open them up that way. And then it's got your save file button. And it's got like your preferences button. It's got a clear button. So, uh, like this probably has, oh, I don't know, two, four, six, 8, 10, 12, 14, like 24 by two, four, six, eight, like 24 by 10 matrix of squares you can turn on and off representing different beats so let's say you've got like a hundred of them all clicked for this cool sound you can push a clear with a single button and clear everything back to zero and then start again so rather than having to unclick every single button it's got a mass clear which is awesome um so it's kind of built again i'm going to talk a little music speak drum bits set up currently and you can alter this too in the settings but it's set up as you've got four beats in a bar and those four beats are subdivided into uh, four sixteenth notes. So, for example, you've got like ticka 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 ticka, which you can of course make to t t t t t t t t t t t t t t or ta 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 ta. So you can kind of set it different ways. So it's kind of defaulted that it loops a single bar but it's got this feature on the side where depending on what kind of drum bit or drum drum track you're writing, you can have up to four bars that loop over themselves over and over and over again. So if you want like uh, you know, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom ta, Boom, boom, ta. That's actually two bars of music that's looping. So you can set up a second bar to do that. Um, you can set up, as I say, up to four bars that will loop. And so some of the uh, um, some of the demos. I think the hip hop demo actually uses all four bars, and so it's a four bar loop that changes. And you can watch the different um, squares light up and darken as the as the bars are changing. It's really cool to watch. Um, and then the part I'm excited for for my students is it's got a record feature. So you can push the play button and it's gonna play your drum sound. You can push the record button and it'll record three seconds, four seconds, five seconds, 10 seconds, you know, six minutes if you want. It'll record your sound and save it as an audio file. I believe it saves it as an MP3. Um, And once you have that little audio file of a drum sound, it'll be super easy to take that and import it into a DAW. So a digital audio workstation for my, for my non um, music techies. Um, So if you have something like Soundtrap or BandLab or Soundation or GarageBand or any of those uh, DAWs that you use, you can usually import an audio track. And so if you're importing a little, you know, 10 second drum bit track into the DAW, you can usually then loop it. So that'll go on forever. So my hope is that I'll be able to get something out of the kids where they build a little drum beat that one could rap over. One could talk over, one could mumble rap over or something. And I'll have them kind of build the drum track and record it and save it and share it with me. And then we'll have something that they created, even if it's a two second drum track, we'll have something they created that they can then work on. And they can say, I built this, I built this two second thing that I can now expand and make into a minute thing or make into a 30 second thing. And I'm hoping that if they have this one or two second thing they created, then they'll be able to build on it and realize like, Hey, I built this, I created this. Uh, and so, yeah, so this is all from Drumbit. bit, drum Uh, it's free. There is a plus edition that you can pay for. <clears throat> and if you look on it, uh, it says the drum bit plus edition gives you 16 different drum patterns built in instead of the like four it comes with. It gives you 20 built in kits instead of, uh, like the, like the 15 that are there. It allows you to change some of your, um, some of your, uh, um, settings that are there, but the, the plus edition is really, really cool. And then if anyone is uh, a googly person and uses, uh, uses, Chromebooks or uses Android tablets or things like that. There is a Chrome OS version of Drumbit. It's an app that you get right out of the Chrome web store. Uh, I think it's called Chrome bit plus edition. It says it's a Chrome app. Uh, it's built using web technologies and integrates right into your desktop of, uh, of Google Chrome. So then you're not on a website. You're actually built into a uh, built into a, uh, uh, an app. It's a pretty, pretty cool thing. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend Drumbit. I highly recommend trying out some of the stuff that it does. Um, the advanced features cost you $1.99. And I'm thinking that's probably U.S. Nope, that's Canadian. $1.99 Canadian. So it'll be cheaper for my uh, my American friends. So yeah, the, uh, the Drumbit Plus version that gives you the extra features and the extra drum kits and the extra sounds is only a couple bucks. So, uh, I, I would highly recommend it. Really, really cool product, really easy, really simple to use. And, uh, yeah, my, my goal is to bring that to my grade sevens this week. And, uh, after sort of my Epic failure last week of saying here is, uh, <clears throat> a whole lot of stuff to do in 40 minutes and they couldn't quite, um, get their hand around anything. I'm hoping that this is simple enough that I'll say, play for a bit. And then after a few minutes of playing, I'll be able to say now record and save it and give it to me so that we can see what you've built. So that is uh, our second session. So now I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to bring you uh, into the third session, the one everybody kind of waits for, which is what is happening um, with Mrs. Krabappel's class uh, this week, what is happening with my grade sevens and my uh, my two sessions? So yeah, Miss Hoover's class and Miss Krabappel's class. We are going to talk about them uh, coming up right now. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Okay, so let's jump right into this week. I'm going to start out with the good news. Um, this week was positive. This was not another failure. This was, in my mind, a success and a great success. Um, Now, with every success, there's you know it can't be perfect 100% of the way. So let's start with uh, something that uh, that I I I was a little disappointed in. I can't lie, but uh, but it made my life a little easier. So when I got to uh, when Mrs. Kribaple's class came to me today, there had been about four suspensions the day before. So my class of like 28 was down to maybe 18 by the time I had a couple of absentees and no shows and my suspensions. Um, and uh, the suspensions that were there were my students who tend to be the most disruptive, but uh, they're also the students whom I most desperately want to reach with this project. So that was a little disheartening that I didn't get to see <clears throat> if it worked for some of my focus students like for example Bart wasn't there um and I really wished he was because I really wanted to show him something uh Nelson was actually away too <clears throat> and that really bothered me because again this is a student who I desperately want to see succeed um one of Nelson's parents spoke to me at the start of the year and told me that in the privacy of his own home in the privacy of his own bedroom what he loves to do more than anything is sing and uh, I was flabbergasted. I was completely shocked because this kid is about as close as you can get to a, like, you know, obnoxious 13 year old gangster. So like, you know, he wears his hat backwards and low rides his pants and talks with a, like a fake Detroit accent. And I was just like, oh man, I wish so tremendously that I could get him. To sing here at school with his friends and do what he does. And so I'm hoping that this this rap project will get there. But anyway, not the point. But so the kids that were there, um, I fired up DrumBit. We came in. I said, grab your computers, turn on Google Classroom. And they all did. And I said, I got something posted up there for you. I got a link to this thing called DrumBit. And uh, the kids came in. And just something about the day, maybe it was my enthusiasm, maybe it was the fact that there were less of them, maybe it was just, you know, 8.30 in the morning and they were tired, but um, when the kids came in and sat down, the group that were there, they gave me the five minutes that I needed at the start of class to give this explanation. And it doesn't seem like much, but this is a group who can sometimes not give you those five minutes. And you can spend 40 minutes trying to do a two second intro because they just won't let you give them the tools they need to move on. But anyway, they did. They let me give them this little short speech and I pulled up a drum bit and I said, here's what it is. Here's what it looks like. Here's how it works. And the kids were like, so what? I'm like, so go play. They looked at me They're like, that's it. I'm like, no, that's the first like 10 minutes, but I want to give you some time. Just go, just rock it. Just play. And the kids are like, well, isn't it going to be noisy? And I said, first of all, yes, but who cares? I like noise. I'm a music teacher. And they kind of smiled. And then I said, but if noise is going to bother you, I got a drawer full of dollar store headphones over here. And the kids all jumped. They all ran up to my little like sliding drawer. They all grabbed. I have like um like over-the-ear style, like big old cost headphones that came from the dollar store. So I'm like, here are all these old headphones. They each grabbed a set of headphones. And they sat down and they started. And, you know, a couple of glitches I had to walk around and help but um, <clears throat> for the first few minutes I just kind of circled and every kid was on drum bit. none of them were like surfing YouTube none of them were checking their Instagram posts all of these kids were sitting on drumbit and they were all bobbing their heads and they were all you know I got a couple of devil horns going with kids and head nods and a couple of kids giving me like like you know yeah looks and eye looks and a couple of thumbs up and then the best part of my day happened which was, I don't know, maybe, maybe four minutes in, I was at my computer, just checking a couple of things to make sure I could give them the next part of the assignment and they would understand it. And I turned my head and there was like four of them lined up at my desk. And I was like, Oh, what's up? You got problems. And they're like, no, I want you to check this out. I want you to listen to it. Listen to what I did. And they were so excited to let me hear this piece. And I'd say of like the four kids that came running up to me, three of them, were perfectly legitimate, decent drum tracks. The fourth one was like, look, I clicked every single box and listen to the noise it sounds, and it's just this crazy cacophony of headachy sound. And I was like, that's genius. Now don't do that and try something a little more musical. But the other three were just so, their, their faces were alive, and they were so excited that they created what really amounts to that much time. So what was that? Two seconds, two and a half seconds? They created two and a half seconds of something out of dead silence. And they were like, that's all mine. I built that, it's it's me. And they were really excited to share it with me. And uh, <clears throat> and I, I, don't, I didn't want to push my luck, so I didn't want to invite them to share it with the class yet because I didn't want to lose anybody. But I, I said, thank you for sharing it with me. And I said, don't lose it because the next thing we're going to do is, is you're actually going to share it with me so that you have a copy of it and I have a copy of it and we can look at it. And they were like, oh, okay. And they're like, can I go play some more? Can I, can I, can I go make it better? And so that was the other thing, like to get this group of kids to say to me, can I go back and make it better? Can I go back and bump it up? Like I, I, and I didn't even give them feedback. I didn't even say it was okay, but can you make it better? I just said, yeah, that's a, that's, I like that. They said, yeah, yeah. So do I, can I go make it better? And the fact that they wanted to go and bump it up without me telling them, it was just amazing. It was like the polar opposite of last week, which was an epic fail. This was just an epic success. And I I was only six minutes into my 40 minute class. Um, So anyway, so I gave them their sort of 10 minutes to play. Uh, I probably had, you know, maybe nine kids come to me and say, listen to this, listen to this. They were really excited about it. (coughs) when I tried to get them off drum bit to give them the next lesson that took a bit of time to try to get the kids to unplug their earphones and like, look up at me. They were so involved. I, I, I almost didn't want to break them, but I was like, this is where I have to have the teacher in me come out. And I've, I think I've told you on the podcast and I've told my students a few times, like if you want to do this type of class, I still need to be able to produce something in January I still need to be able to produce a grade on a report card. And in order to do that in good conscience, I need to be able to have tangible evidence I can show somebody. So even if it's just audio samples, I can play them. I need to have something that you have done. I can't just give you my like anecdotal whimsical. Yeah, you've been working hard. And I've got like check marks on my page to show you that I, I need like something. So I, I said like, okay, guys, we, we, like I promise you'll have more drum bit time. Let me just give you this. So I, I managed to get them all unplugged and I said like, you know, time me, I guarantee you this will be less than three minutes. And I showed them how to do the record. And I said, all you have to do is push this record button. And I said, you can see it counting. It starts counting as it records. So I said, I want 10 seconds. I want eight seconds. I want 50, whatever it is. Like I don't need much. Just give me like somewhere between five and 20 seconds of your piece that you wrote. And I said, if you're one of the kids that did more than, one bar, if you click that number two or three or four and you did a longer loop, then give me, you know, maybe 30 seconds of sound. I'm like, just click a record. And I said, here's what you're going to do. And I showed them, I said, open a new tab, open your Google drive and they can all do that. And I said, okay, so when you click record and it's going to play, when you click the stop button, it'll stop. And your little, your little song is going to pop up down on the bottom of your screen and say like, I am downloading here. I said, all you need to do is click that file drag it over to your Google drive and drop it. And the kids are like, that's it. I'm like that. Then you've dropped it into your drive and it's there. And they're like, well, what do I call it? I'm like, well, right now it's going to be called drum bit. But I said, if you want to change its name and call it a song, whatever. But like right now it's going to just drop in as the word drum bit. The kids are like, okay. And I said, now the only other thing you have to do. And I said, I promise this isn't hard is you have to share it with me so I can listen to it too. And the kids got a little wary of that. And they were like, well, this sounds like more work and more steps. And I was like, it's like, literally, I said, you right click on it. You click the word share. And I said, if you start typing my name, Mr. Foster, I come up because of the of the way our school district works. I said, if you type Mr. F.O., my name's going to show up. And so it was like literally that easy. And the kids were like, okay, I can do this. And so, <clears throat> yeah, I think there was maybe, maybe there was 18 or 19 students there that day. And I know this doesn't sound like a super win because it's not hundred percent, but by the end of that 40 minute class, I think I had 15 drum bit things handed in. Like, so that, that's awesome for the, for this group of kids who currently this year I've handed in nothing at all from any of them, like not a single piece of work to say 15 of the 19 turned this in within the same 40 minutes I gave it to them and they played and they were excited about it and they liked it. Like it just, it was It was such a win. And the kids, like I, uh, at the end of class, I didn't have to like, uh, like uh, throw my big teacher voice at them to have them put stuff away. I was okay, guys, that's it. Thanks for sharing. And then, you know, like one kid's like, are we doing this next week? And I was like, well, we're going to come back to drum that we're going to use it again. We're going to build other drums. I said, there's other stuff we have to do. Like this is just one part of it, but yes, you're going to come back and you're going to work on this part. And the one kid's like, well, that's fine, but I like this. Let's do this again. And again, to have one of those kids turn to me and say, I like this. They haven't said that to me in three years. No one has said to me like, this is awesome. I love this. So I was just so pumped. What a win. What an excitement. I I was just so, so happy about it. Everything that they, um, that they did this week, I was just really really excited about. And so uh so yeah, so I sent Mrs. Crabopple's class back to class and they left really happy. Um <clears throat> and then Miss Hoover's class came in and uh for those people kind of just tuning in, Miss Hoover's class is another grade 7 class. They are kind of my haves as opposed to um miss class. class were kind of my have nots. Uh this is a this is a um a class of students who tend to be higher achieving. They they tend to to be better behaved. They tend to, um, be easier for me to get their attention and talk to and things like that. But I wouldn't say they're much better at handing stuff in. They're still pretty complacent when it comes to just not really wanting to do work, but they're just an easier to manage group. And so, uh, they came in and I had a glitch with this class, which is, um, I'm at a very large school. We're a school of 600, 650, and we have like 40 computers. So we have a pretty awesome system for signing them out, and it's pretty fair, pretty equitable. And when I went in to sign out the computers for Miss Krabappel's class, I forgot to sign them out for the next class. And so when I needed them, they were gone. Someone else already had them. So I didn't have the computers that week, so I didn't get a chance to do the assignment the same way. I didn't get to teach them drum bit and say, play for 10 minutes and then save. So instead, just as a trial, because these guys are a little higher achieving, I sat them down and I said, okay, guys, you're going to have homework this week. And they all groaned at me and a couple of them said something under their breath. I probably shouldn't repeat, but I said, you're going to have homework, but I guarantee you the actual work part of this homework will take you less than five minutes. And they, you know, I kind of got like the one eyebrow, like, all right, Foster, I'm listening. So I was like, okay. <clears throat> so I opened up DrumBit. I showed them how it worked. I did the same sort of five minute intro I did with the other class. And they were like, all right, I get it. And I said, so here is, um, here is how this works. And I said, you're going to go home. You're going to play with it. And they're like, that's our work. I'm like, no, that's, that's that's your fun part of your work. But I said, you're going to play with drumbit, and here it is in your Google classroom. Go play with it. And they said, okay, what's our work? And then I talked them through the saving process. So I'm like, you click record, you let it play for 10 seconds. You stop it. The little thing will show up on the bottom of your screen. You drag it over, drop it in your Google drive, share it with me. And then of course these kids, again, a little higher achieving. I got some questions like, what if I'm using a Mac what if I'm using a PC? What if I'm using an Android tablet? What if I'm using my iPhone? What if I'm on my Xbox? Like a couple of questions like that. <clears throat> and so I was able to say to these kids, because again, <clears throat> different class, I was able to say, it doesn't matter what you're using as long as you are aware of where that file is saving to. So I said like on my PC, it saves to my downloads folder. and Then I have to take it out of the downloads folder and drop it into Google Drive. I'm like, if I'm using a, a Mac there's going to be probably a downloads folder on your desktop you can grab. I'm like, I've never used an Xbox. I don't know if you can download to it, but if you can just be aware of where it downloads to. And I said, if you're using your phone, I said, when I use Drumbit on my phone, it, it asks me where to put the file so I can, I can already assign it to Google drive. So I said, it's, it's, you have to kind of see how it works, but nonetheless, you figure it out and you send it to me. The kids are like, yeah, okay, fair enough. And so uh, I kind of went about, uh, I finished that and then we did some, some story work that day. This class and I talked a little bit about Remembrance Day. We listened to a song called The Green Fields of France. This is the class that really is focusing on storytelling. So we listened to a song called The Green Fields of France. Um, We listened to a song um, about the Battle of Vimy Ridge called Vimy um, by a Canadian band named Tanglefoot from Peterborough, Ontario if you get a chance, look up the song Vimy. It's a really powerful song. It's really amazing. And it allows us to, um, talk in the remembrance day world. It allowed me to talk about things like, um, it allowed me to talk about mustard gas in, in world war one. Um, cause there's a scene where in the song where one of the, one of the characters in the song kind of drops to his knees and starts coughing and, and blood comes out. And I said like that, I know what that means is an allusion to that. He was gassed, but I said, you guys might not understand. And I talked about mustard gas and how it worked. And anyway, we had a really good talk about it. Um, <clears throat> and some other interesting things came out of that lesson, actually, that I'll, I'll probably share on my next podcast. Cause it came out after the fact, but anyway, so, um, I went about the rest of my day. Remember I see these two classes in the morning, so I see them like period two and period three in the morning. So I'm, I'm done seeing them by like 1030 in the morning. And then I, I won't see them again for a week. So around lunchtime, which at my school, the first lunch is at like 10 after 10. And then the second lunch, we have two of them. The second lunch is at like 10 after noon. So just going into the second set of classes. So at like 10 to 11, um, I looked down at my phone and three of the kids from that class have already submitted me their work. During like the last class, while they were supposed to be, you know, learning about French or history or, or something else, they they you know pulled out a device and figured out drumbit and sent it to me, which I know isn't great for the other teacher and it's not great about being on task but again to say that these kids were like yeah this is easy and i know i can do this in five minutes i'm totally going to rock this and you never know these kids benefit of the doubt maybe the teacher said you have 10 minutes to work and instead of working on whatever subject they were in they worked on my subject but not the point point is i got work from these kids who again don't often hand in work i got it within an hour of me giving it to them and then by the time i went to bed that night uh, this is a class of again like 28 29 kids i probably had 18 of them before i went to bed that night and i gave the kids a whole week to work on it and they did it right away so this is just a huge win for me this week what the kids were able to do what the kids were able to hand in the reaction i got from it um yeah and and then just even with the the sort of with Ms. Hoover's class to be able to give them the assignment and know now that they're probably going to do it It means I don't have to spend all of my class time giving them work time. If I know that they're enjoying the work and they'll do it outside of class, it means I can spend more time investigating stories and singing for them and letting them, you know, talk about stories and what it means to them. And it's given me a thought going forward uh, with this group that maybe in the future I can – Uh, I I can, I can do a little more with the storytelling aspect now that I know they'll do a little bit uh, of work. So I'm actually going to kind of move ahead. I'm going to kind of move pretty seamlessly right into the, uh, the fourth section of uh, my podcast here, where I talk about sort of upcoming goals for, uh, for the future. (laughs) All right. And so looking into um, the last part of my podcast here, which is kind of looking into the future and looking into what kind of what's next for these kids. Um, so two things. So, first of all, now that we've got uh drum bit, my plan is to start, and this is where I'm worried that I'm gonna get them to bite off more than they can chew, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to find a DAW. Um, I'm I use soundtrap a lot, but maybe that's too much for the kids. So I've got a few more I can look at. I can look at band lab or soundation. Um I don't want to do Google um, or I don't want to do GarageBand because we don't have enough iOS apps and the kids can't can't really do it at home. But I'll find a DAW and I'll see if we can, you know, maybe bring in their drum bits, their drum bit pieces into a DAW and then do some editing. That's where I'm hoping is we can, you know, extend the loop longer and then maybe we can like record vocals or import bass loops or, or something. So we'll see. But my, my plan is to kind of start the DAW process. We'll see how that works. That'll be next week's task. Um, <clears throat> but something I got from, uh, from Ms. Hoover's class, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to think on this. We'll see, we'll see what happens next week and how much time I have. But, they want to figure out how music helps a story get told. And they want to figure out how they can find a story that needs to be told and tell it through music. So I want to do some work on them <clears throat> kind of evaluating musical stories and what makes a good one and what makes this one better than that one. And, you know, even if I don't like the story, what makes the the music the musical way it was told compelling, I have to kind of find a way to get it that. So I'm wondering if like, I'd love to be able to just sing stories to the kids all day long, but I, I can't do that. So I wonder if there's a way that we can we can set up like a like a really quick feedback, like a journaling system or something, where they can like listen to something and journal about it and give it to me and give me feedback. And so we'll see. But I I, I got to be really careful because I don't want them I don't want them to give feedback on my performance. Not because I don't care, but but because I don't want I don't want I want them to figure out. Like I guess I gotta have to I'm gonna have to do some sort of. Um, <clears throat> like a good hard look at what the learning goal is. So what is it? I want them to know about the story and what is it? I want them to be able to evaluate. that it's gotta be something measurable. So if you're listening to a piece of music and you haven't done this before, what are we listening to, to determine if the it's a good storyteller or not? Maybe I can do some co-creating of criteria with them. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but I want to do something with, um, <clears throat> with storytelling. And as I say, I'm just coming off remembrance day. And there's like a million stories there. Um, going forward in November, there's a couple of stories that are timely for November. So, um, uh, coming up in a, in a week or two or a couple of weeks, um, we have, uh, uh, November 10th, which is, uh, uh, a famous shipwreck in Canada went down on November 10th, the Edmund Fitzgerald. So I might find a way to, to sing that song to them and talk about it and talk about sort of how that story came to be and how it can be written. Um, but yeah, I want to do something with storytelling. So I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate some sort of journaling or some sort of reflection piece for them. And then my only concern would be with Mrs. Kerbopel's class. And that is, I don't know what I will get in terms of reflection out of them. I don't know how reflective that class is. And because I don't do their language, because I'm the music teacher, I don't really know what their level of literacy is. I have a vague idea. So I'll have to touch base with their homeroom teacher and just say like, you know, do I have students that would use like voice to text and would talk in a reflection or do I have students that will actually type or do I have students that will, you know, click check boxes on a a Google form or something. But again, I don't know what their reading level is like. So I'll have to kind of just talk to the teacher and see what I can do. But um, I need some kind of reflection. And again, if they could actually submit it that I have it in their portfolio of like, here's a reflection they did. And so I'm hoping I can do some sort of reflecting, but that's, that's, that's where I'm going. I'm going with starting a DAW and I'm going with, um, working on reflecting. I don't know what's going to be first or next or how it's going to all play out, but that's kind of where I want to go with this. So for those people that are listening, take this week as a win. Everybody did something, which is a great, and I had positive feedback and I'm in a better headspace. I feel this week like I was a good teacher and I I taught them something they didn't know before and they kind of enjoyed it and they're eager to come back, which is really all you uh, all you can ask for. Thanks so much for listening this week, guys. And uh, yeah, right now in my podcast, I haven't really checked dates, but I'm up to like end of October, early November in terms of what I did with the kids. Um, current date right now is November the seventeenth. So. I'm a couple of weeks out. I'm two or three weeks behind in the podcast in terms of where I'm at with the kids. But uh, I will try to catch up this week and next week so then when you guys are getting the weekly podcast it'll be in real time it'll be what happened this week so yeah keep listening uh remember to check me out www.gavsession.com or uh youtube.com slash gavsession for more tech tips on things like uh, drumbit and soundtrap and other daw you can find help how-to videos there thanks a lot guys i will see you next time Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's Gav session. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out all of my podcasts available from the Anchor app or from Anchor FM. Anybody can make a podcast in just a few minutes from Anchor FM. If you like what you heard today, please check out the rest of my online personality. You can message me on Twitter, at GavSession, or check me out at GavSession.com or YouTube.com slash GavSession. Thanks for stopping by.